Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. Look at us recording on another Wednesday. I know. So it's, legit. It's been a bit of a crazy week and I am like exhausted because we just got back from Disneyland like literally 10 minutes ago. So fun. How um, was it? It was great. It was, I love going during Halloween time. It was definitely an unexpected Disney trip today. We, um, basically well so last week Annie had asked like she was like hey do you we're like getting signed into Disneyland next Wednesday do you guys want to come and I was like honestly like probably not I like just took how many days did I take off for the bachelorette three four days whatever it was I was like so I'm not like gonna come back for one day and then like take off another day so I was like no I was like it's fine um but then I lost my job yesterday <laughs> I hate this so much for you. So I hate this so much for me as well. Um, I mean, I guess I'll just like get into it. I'll keep it short and sweet. There's really not much to talk about. But so basically we got back from the bachelorette on Sunday. I had already taken off Monday for just like a recoup day. Let myself just like have a day to chill, work on some wedding stuff and just like not be like dragging ass like right after getting back from the bachelorette, which I honestly felt good when we got back. We got back by like, we were home by what, two on Sunday? Oh yeah. And like, it just like, I didn't, I wasn't like dying. It wasn't like we stayed up till like 3 a.m. every night. Like I was the first one to bed every night. (laughs) Like I felt like pretty (laughs) solid, like, but it was still nice to have Monday off. Like I went and met with my wedding coordinator. Like I got to take care of some stuff. So that was good. Um, Monday while I was off, like I was doing wedding stuff on my computer and I saw one-on-one come through, um, around like 10 30 or 11 in the morning. And it was from like my boss boss, like my big boss of my department. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. And I was like, and it's for like eight 30. We usually don't start until nine. I was like, this is kind of annoying. Like, but I was like, he's probably just like, I feel like once or twice a year, he's been like, kind of does his rounds where like, he does one-on-ones with people to just like, Check touch in, base, like, how are, like, what are, how do you feel things are going? Do you feel like that there's things we could be doing better? Like kind of just like temp checks with people. Like we've had those before and I'm like, okay, well, if he's trying to do like a lot of them, like it, it makes sense that he's trying to like do some like early in the morning too. So I was like, not how I want to start my like first day back to work, but that's cool. Whatever. So I literally, te- and I was supposed to, I was going to go into the office that day. So I'd like messaged, um, 
my friend slash boss. And I was like, Hey, I was like, um, I just saw so-and-so put a one-on-one on my calendar for, um, eight 30. So I'm probably going to like go into the office later. Like maybe I'll come in during lunch. I don't know, but like, I'm not, that's usually during the time that I'm like commuting. So, um, I don't want to take the call from the car. And she was like, yep, no problem. That makes sense. Like, I'll see you when I see you kind of thing. And then, Thought nothing else of it. Told Jeff that night. I was like, oh, sucks. I have like an 830 tomorrow with my boss. Like, hope I'm not getting fired. Like, literally didn't actually. You even joked about that? I joked about it. A hundred percent joked. Literally wasn't even a thought in my mind. Like when I said it, it was 110% a joke. Like, yes, literally. I mean, business is kicking ass. I am so freaking busy all the time. I know we're all overworked. Like, why would I be ever like, why would I be losing my job? Yeah. It makes no sense. We need, we need more people, not less people. Right. So I'm, um, so that's that Jeff and I also happen to change phone, um, providers on Monday had some issues with that. So my phone was out of commission from like 3 PM on honestly, blessing in disguise because a lot of stuff was happening on Instagram that night that I didn't end up seeing on my personal Instagram. And had I seen it, I would have slept horrible and been swirling and probably would have known that I was getting fired. So, and I keep saying, I keep saying fired. I was laid off. I was not fired. Um, but fire just sounds more dramatic (laughs) because that's how I feel. That's how we're going to use the word. (laughs) Um, so then wake up Tuesday morning, still naive to everything. It's like 7.30, like an hour before. I probably woke up around 7.30-ish and um, laying in bed, me and Jeff are just chatting. I like go into Instagram um, and first thing I see is a DM that came through at like seven o'clock the night before from one of my coworkers saying, it's been so amazing getting to know you and work with you the last couple of years with like heartbreak emojis and stuff. And I like show Jeff and I was like, I like showed him the text and I was like, I was like, um, am I, am I getting fired? Like, I was like, what is going, but like still was kind of confused. Like I was yeah, like, like, is she, leaving? I was like, is she like, leaving? What's... Like, yeah, I was like, and then I was like, freaking weird. And then like next first story that like is popped up in my little like feed of stories. I click on also one of my coworkers and it's a picture from dinner last night. And it says laid off girl dinner. And I was like. I immediately, my heart like fell to my butt and I was like, I just started sobbing and I was like, Jeff, I think I'm getting fired. And he was like, what do you mean? And I like showed him that one. And he was like, kind of confused. And he, he said in the moment, like he was thinking like, he, he was like still having this like scenario in his head that I wasn't actually getting fired but he didn't want to tell me to like get my hopes up but he said he was still having like this positive like thought in his head like no there's no way she's like getting laid off yeah it doesn't make sense so I'm like so yeah I was just like how is this happening like I had full and this is all like less than an hour now before I'm supposed to have this call with my boss and I'm like and so I like little the friend who did the layoff dinner like post I sent her a text and I was like I was like, I was on vacation yesterday. Am I about to get laid off? And she was like, oh my God, I'm so careless with my posting, like all this. Stuff. And at the same time, my phone happened to start working and I start getting all of these text messages coming through. And it's like, hey, I'm trying to reach you. Your phone's going to voicemail. Like, 
basically like people trying to give me a heads up a heads up so how does everybody know like your personal like HR that's what I don't understand is like why was it like told to everybody else or was it like a certain position in the company and that's how they knew so this was not a company-wide layoff this was a restructure in my specific office like in my department so this was not something that was like company-wide this was something that like my boss like got approved that we we're gonna do this restructuring and this is how we're gonna do it and oh my god there's like 13 15 of us who were let go everybody had gotten let go on monday except me so, so okay so that everybody sense. yeah so since i was on vacation i was the one who had to wait until tuesday <laughs> um so yep basically had that call and it sucked and I kept my camera off. I was like, I'm not putting my camera on. I was like, just, it sucked. And I had a full on meltdown off and on for the rest of the day. And, um, just basically had a lot of phone conversations with a lot of my coworkers who also got laid off. And, um, and it's like me, it's like, okay, I get it. Like, who am I? I'm like, nobody. I've been there two years, but like, I mean, there's been like, I have a lot of coworkers that were let go that have had their career there for decades. Like it's crazy. It's and awful. yeah, so it's pretty heartbreaking. Um, I'm, it's still like, doesn't really hit me. Um, I mean, this is my first time not having a job since I was 16. I've never been fired. I've never been laid off. Like I've always had a job lined up before leaving a job like I've never like if I had time off between jobs it's because I took a week or two off between jobs you know well it's so so crazy being an employee because you work so hard and you build these relationships where like you spend so much time and talk to these people so much that like it really kind of does feel like a family like in a cliche way absolutely and then HR or whoever the higher ups in the company or whatever just come through and all of a sudden we're not a family anymore and like it's business and it's like I see both sides sometimes you know yeah when it when you have to but it's just like oh my god like when you feel like I I just can't even imagine like I can't even imagine what you're going through because I know you loved it so much and we're so happy and I just feel so awful for you yeah I just don't get it. There was no good reasons given to me. It's like being, it's like getting broken up with and having yes. like, and being completely blind, like, like you and MBM breaking up. It's yeah, like, and then you'll spend like two blindsided, <laughs> have no idea why, like, don't have any closure. You're like, wait, what just happened? Why? Like how? So I'm just like figuring out how I want to navigate this. So then yesterday afternoon, Annie again was like, so you sure you don't want to go to Disneyland? And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I was like, that sounds like the perfect distraction that I need. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Jeff, can you take off tomorrow? And he was like, of course. Oh, he's such a good guy. We, so he told his boss he needed today off and we went and had a good, whatever, 10 hours at Disneyland. And it was like, it was like hot when you were in the sun, but it was like a good 75 degrees today. It was like a beautiful day. And um, don't remember the last time I got in 18,000 steps, but damn, um, we had a good like group chat going with all of the people that were let go and we're going to go have a drinking day on Tuesday and 
commiserate together and a, a day drinking day yeah yeah because we have time what else do we gotta do <laughs> I already messaged Laura today she posted like a selfie at Disneyland and I was like unemployment looks so good on you <laughs> like you look like you're glowing and happy and relaxed it's like weird like literally so the, today I I had left my work alarm on because I the time I would usually get up on a Wednesday for work was the same time I wanted to get up for Disney today but after I got up I like turn off all my work alarms I like deleted them I'm like this is so weird like I just it doesn't feel real still I feel like I'm kind of just on a little bit of an extended vacation um but basically I have cried a lot I woke up today I looked wrecked my eyes were so puffy I had a headache like I just looked awful this morning and I was just like oh and I've only cried like once today um, but I just, yeah, I didn't have unemployed on my bride bingo card a month before my wedding. No, I, I, <laughs> I like hear you talk about, or would hear you talk about work and how busy you are. And we'd plan to record at a certain time and you'd have to push it back further because you're working. And I'd plan to come over on a Friday and you'd have to push it back because you're still working. Like there was no way you could have seen the writing never or anybody else like never. your team was so busy like if I had heard so like numbers were down and like the company's struggling it's no the company's like kicking ass like this freaking sucks yeah and it's... I don't know so where I go from here I don't really know if you have a job opportunity please reach out but ultimately um based on my vacation time I'm getting severance and just money I've saved. Just, ideally we're just, um, Jeff and I talked going to wait until after the wedding to really like start deep, dive. deep diving into getting it. I'm obviously going to keep my eyes open right now. I'm going to update my LinkedIn. I'm going to update my resume and like get all of those ducks in order this, um, next week. But, um, I'm not going to be like stressing out every day that I don't have a job and like making myself just more stressed Cause I mean, yeah. I have a month until the wedding. So it's like, what am I going to do? Get a job in two weeks and be like, Oh, by the way, I need to take right. off. And I think that's where wedding. like, you can see like some of the silver linings too. I mean, it, there it's, it, there's kind of no silver lining when you love a job as much as you did, but it's like, okay, this could have happened before your surgery and derailed all of that. Like, thank God you still yeah. had that happen. This could Thanks have Taco happened Bell for paying for my surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this even, this could have happened even a month ago. And then you would have, you know, a month or two ago and you would have felt like you really had to start looking for a job and then you'd have to take less time off for your wedding week and all these other things. So it's like the timing of it. Is it terrible? Is it awful? Does it suck? A hundred percent. Yeah. The timing of it, if you had to go through something like this, like best case scenario for something like this, because now you can like enjoy the leading up to your wedding and doing all that planning stuff and being a stay at home dog mom. And no, I told you. Know? <laughs> I was like, is it your, I was like, I know we don't have the money, but is it irresponsible to like add another week to our honeymoon? I was like, cause I don't have to come back now. Yeah. I got all the time in the world. Yeah. Send me, send me early. I'll come back for the wedding and we can go back together. Well, it's like so many things I've been thinking of that I've turned down cause of work and stuff. Like, um, our friends that live in Vegas are having like a big, um, Oktoberfest party at the end of the month. And we had said no, cause the wedding and taking off time from work and stuff. And now I told Jeff, I was like, well, we probably could go visit them now because what else do I have to do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to, you're going to get too used to this. I know. 
I told Laura, I'm like, just show Jeff what a great stay-at-home dog mom you are. And he's just going to be like, you know what, babe? Swim with the dog all day and have cocktails. Like, it's totally fine. (laughs) The only thing I did, I told, I was like, only thing like I'm determined to do next week, like on my to-do list is to like get into some type of like a workout routine. Because now I have zero excuse. I was like, Monday through Friday, I need to be working out. And to be able to build those habits when you actually have time will make it so much easier when you do go into a job and don't have time. Yeah. Now my ass has zero excuses. So I was like, there's no excuse (laughs) that I can't work out five days a week until the wedding. You go girl. But anyway, so that's pretty much it. Like I said, if you have any job possibilities, please send them my way. Um, Um, And you're going to find something. I know you will. I mean, I feel like I didn't, we were supposed to talk about you dating on this podcast. And I feel like instead we've talked about me searching for a job, you searching for a job and now me searching for a job again. This is now the job search podcast. Yes, so well exactly. <laughs> um, I know we have to get like into bachelorette weekend. Cause that's what everybody really wants. Like, I don't want to be a downer the whole episode, but before we get into that reminder, meet up on Sunday, November 12th, um, at brewery X in Anaheim, Hope all of you local girlies and I guess our couple of guy listeners, anybody is welcome. Uh, come and join us. It's going to be a great time. RSVP and the link in our description. There's also a link in our bio um, on Instagram. And we hope we will see you guys there. So excited. Well, let's get into it. Bachelor at weekend, y'all. Oh my God. It, that was 100% that batch. Yeah. It was seriously like you have this like vision of like this fun weekend you want to have and everything. And I definitely like, I don't know what the expectations were in my mind, but I just knew I wanted it to be a fun weekend and it exceeded my expectations on every level. Like it was just like every single day from like the second we got there, like I just felt like so spoiled and so special and you guys did just like such an incredible job and it was the best I don't even it wasn't even my bachelorette and I was just like this is like one of the most fun weekends and also just like everything like visually decor gifts us dressed up like everything it was just like literally perfection yes it was such a like from truly the second we got to Long Beach Airport, it was like fun and like the party was on. Yes. So speaking of the Long Beach Airport. What? <laughs> speaking of the Long Beach Airport. What about it? Start drinking champagne the second we got there. We did. I was <laughs> like, I was like, okay, yeah. We, well, we got that. You were there first and you were drinking some uh champagne. I was like, oh well, I want some champagne. So had that. Um had to drink it kind of quick because we didn't even have that much like time before no, we, we had, had like 20 pouring. minutes <laughs> so I was like going through this glass of champagne faster than I want to but um it was just like yeah we boarded our plane and then I was like okay let's get a coke zero and then as the guy's like approaching I was like Steph will you get champagne with me <laughs> well no even before that remember he like asked you he's like okay you have bride on your shirt like is this your bachelorette 
Uh-huh. And then from that moment, that's when I changed my mind. I was not going to have ginger ale because I knew we were going to get free champagne in that yes. moment. You can't <laughs> let me have champagne by myself and especially not free champagne. No, but so we did was... get that free champagne. Yeah. <laughs> so we enjoyed our free champagne on the plane and it was like in a great flight. Our flight was like half empty. So can never beat that. Um, and yeah, just a solid, like, and it was a quick flight. I mean, you can't be a 50 minute flight. So no, it's truly the best. Yeah, it was perfect. And so as soon as we, um, landed in Scottsdale, we all, um, got a car. So Annie had rented a car just for the day so that they could run errands, go pick up stuff, like just, so they weren't having to do like numerous Ubers, like all around to go do whatever errands they were doing ahead of time. So we got the car. There was like five of the nine of us that were going to be there that first day. Um, so the five of us went, Annie dropped me and you off in old town Scottsdale, um, to start because you weren't put in charge of entertaining me, which (laughs) I mean, that's like the fun, easy job, right? Honestly, it was, they know that I am not the decor girl. They were like, please take Laura to go drink and have, so they were like, you guys go get lunch and drinks and we're going to go stock the fridge. And they had like an Instacart, Instacart order that had been sent to the house and they got the house like all decked out and everything. So they dropped us off at lunch. We went to this place called Diego Pops and had so good um, taco. I had like a shrimp and fish taco. And you got, what did you, you got I al think pastor. I got a shrimp and al pastor. I'm pretty no, sure. No, you got like beef. Oh, I got some kind of beef something. I yeah. forgot what it was. Both were like amazing though. And my margarita was on fire. They literally lit it on fire. Yeah. I, all I remember was your margarita was called like Tropic Like It's Hot. And it was made with like a coconut tequila and yours was like incredible. And then I had so good. a watermelon mint margarita that was also like super delicious and refreshing. I just thought yours was better, but <laughs> yeah. So lunch was super fun at Diego pops. And then, um, we went walking around a little bit and there was this adorable, what was that hat shop? We wait, we stopped in. What oh my gosh. I cannot remember the name. The rancher. Yes. Right. Ranch. It was the the rancher. I think it was the rancher. The rancher. Anyways, for any of you like hat girlies that ever go to Scottsdale or live in the area, this adorable hat shop, they have so many different types of hats. You can pick out your style and your color. And then they have all these different accessories that you can add to it or like burn your initials or little symbols. And I don't know. It was like the cutest hat store. Um, so we went in there and we were talking to one of the girls in there for a little bit. Um, but we were really trying to get to this place called wine, not wine girl, wine girl, um, Obsessed. Like the typical Instagrammable wine bar you could ever imagine. Like it was super cute from the second we walked in. It was so funny though. So we walk in and there's three other bachelorette parties in there. So it's just all chicks in there. There was three big bachelorette parties ranging from like six to 10 girls. And then there was me and Steph. And I'm like wearing like, I'm not like decked out in like a veil or anything like that. But I do have like a bachelorette like um, t-shirt on. And I told Steph, I was like, I wonder if people like are feeling sorry for me and thinking that I only have one friend at my bachelorette party. So then I felt the need to over explain it to everybody. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's like we're just here having drinks while all of her friends are we have so many friends and they're all just at the everybody was probably like yeah sure okay okay um but that wine so they have two of them there's one in napa and there's one in scottsdale so if you're ever in either areas it's like the cutest place they have like a big wine menu but then they also had like wine cocktails and spritzers and like charcuterie and flatbreads yes it was like the cutest little place so many like cute like photo op moments and stuff loved it and as we were wrapping up there they told us like okay house is ready laura can be brought back so we ubered to our house which was only a few minutes away from um downtown which was perfect and um yeah walked in the house and immediately wanted to cry because it was just like so like everything you see on Instagram that you're like, oh, I want this to be my bachelorette party. And that's what it was. It was just, it was amazing. Adorable. I feel like, I feel like the first thing my eyes caught, cause I was walking behind you was like a ring light that was like uh, actually plugged in and just like stood up like, <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, is this a, is this like a photo shoot? Like, like what's a girl's trip without a ring light? Right? I was like, oh my god, the details. I'm dead. It was I know. so cute. Yeah, there was just like balloon garlands and word balloons and disco ball balloons and um all sorts of just like goodies and gifts and my bedroom was decorated and it was just honestly like I was just so overwhelmed for like the first hour like and just felt like so overwhelmed. Um, It was amazing. And that was because it was always like I had had part of the first day, um, which was supposed to be a surprise, ruined. Um, <laughs> not by, by me, you guys. Are you surprised? What? I said, not by me, you guys. Yeah, you it wasn't stuff, actually. <laughs> um, but it was a couple other people. And uh, so I knew that. But then, like, so Annie kept asking, like, do you want to know everything? Do you want to know when you get there? Do you want to know when you get to the airport? Like, when do you want to know what's going on? And I was like, let's just, like, when I get to the house, you guys can, like, tell me the scoop. So... They had this like cute little like itinerary book reveal thing that just said basically like everything we were doing for the weekend, which was super cute. And then the one, my, one of my favorite things, you guys, that we did, there is this app called POV. So there yes. was, like, she had like a poster with like a QR code. So like the first day, all of us scan the QR code and it basically puts like, it's like having a disposable camera on your phone. So they give you for the weekend, 25 pictures. So every person at the party, like had their own, like disposable camera, quote unquote. And, um, you can't see the, so you like take the pictures, you can't see them. And then the best part was on Sunday night, we got like a link to all of the photos. So we got to scroll through all the photos everyone took. And that was like, hilarious fun like thing to get to do it like after we had gotten home from the trip because there were so many funny ones and it was such a cute idea apparently I think Annie had said like if it's under 10 people using it it's free um but people like you can like purchase a pack to do it for like a wedding or whatever so it's just kind of a fun like way for people and I like the fact that you can't see the photo to retake it like it is what it is so we got like blurry ones and funny ones and it was just it was so that was like a really cool idea and so yeah that was called the pov app um so that was fun 
Um, what else? So basically after we kind of did like all the itinerary and we'd gone through the house and saw all the cool, fun stuff, we were like, okay, we have like a couple hours before dinner. So let's, let's just hit the pool. So we all got in the pool and they had made these cute, like, what are they like? The adult like IV bags. Yes. They look like big IV bags, but they basically allow you to make like an adult Capri Sun. So Brea had made us like Aperol spritzes in them and those were delicious. And then like, while we were in the pool, um, a hibachi guy that they got, um, or tapenaki guy came and he was setting up and that was like such a fun. So that was the surprise that I had already known about. Um, but it was, I have always wanted to do that since the first time I saw that that was a thing, like on Instagram a couple years ago, I was like, okay, that always like, I love teppanyaki. And I was like, that always sounded like the best time. So it was so fun to just have like the nine of us or eight of us, however many of us were there that first night. I don't even remember, but, um, and like, it was so much food. Like it was the food never stopped coming. I've done this before and have not gotten that much food. It, it was, was insane. So- well, just to start, like I saw he had like a massive, like one of those huge, like caterer trays filled with rice that he like dumped onto the grill. And I was like, that is like enough rice for 30 people. And there's, there's like eight of us, eight of us. So that is too much rice. <laughs> and our plates looked like, like our plates were just covered in chicken Mountains and rice. Food. And, um, everything was so good. But I felt so bad because I could only eat like a little bit. And I felt like he thought I didn't like it or something. (laughs) And I just thought I was like, but, and it was like part of me because it's my personality, like wants me to start over explaining like, oh, the food's so good, but I had weight loss surgery. So I can't actually eat any of it. And like, but I ate what I could. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be miserable. So, (laughs) I mean, even all of us who didn't have weight loss surgery had a ton of every leftovers. single one of us had leftovers in the not, it was like a grip of chicken fried rice and chicken and steak and shrimp and vegetables and it was so, it was so much. much food yeah he didn't just give you like six pieces of chopped chicken it was like literally like getting like if you go to a teriyaki chicken place and you open it, like the whole top of it with chicken, it was like that you much got a chicken full chicken and breast. steak. Yes, it was so yeah. much food. Yeah, it was, but it was delicious. Um, if you're in the Scottsdale area, his name on Instagram is Teppanyaki Mike. Is that right? Teppanyaki so. Mike, I think. Um, but very entertaining, very fun. Um, I nailed one of the tricks I was pretty proud about that you did I was very Uh, impressed with you yes thank you and um what else was there he was so he in his Instagram he has in his bio that he was on oh that's right so Laura Laura saw it and she asked she was like wait so you were on chopped and he got into it and was telling us the whole story and whatever and so we were like wait we have to watch this episode of chopped so when he left we all went in and watched it and we're like basically dying like yes it I mean, was so funny we were like buzzed and he was like he literally told us the chop story for like 30 minutes this guy was a talker like <laughs> and so he gave us the whole scoop so then we of course like had to watch it and um it was so funny and then while we're watching it he like posted a reel about coming to our house and like he basically like seems to do like little 
he's like an over poster like he posts like recaps of like his every single night thing he does and he's like talking about like oh I do like I do these like all in this neighborhood like all of these houses are like bachelor and bachelorette parties all the time and this he was like I don't remember. Was he saying like our house was small? What was he saying? So basically he's saying, oh, I'm in this area all the time. I've been to so many of these houses. And then he like opens the gate to our backyard and starts coming in. He's like, this is the smallest backyard I've ever seen. Like I've ever been to. I don't know how we're going to do this. Like basically saying which the space, like the space um, for like setting up something like this was small but we fit it worked it was fine but the way he was saying it we were all like dying laughing because he it was, was like he was it- shaming us on the size of our <laughs> airbnb and i was like no you can come inside it's huge it's like a five bedroom with three baths like i was like no it's a big house i was getting all defensive we were like literally dying it was so funny but yeah no it was fun and so like that first night we just because he left probably around i don't know 8 30 9 or something and then we just like we went inside and we were watching um catchphrase. And then one of my um good friends Lisette, she came. She didn't come until later that night. So she had gotten there right after dinner. And we were playing catchphrase, which I always like get so many so good laughs out, out of catchphrase. There's always my cheeks were like, you know, like when you laugh so hard that like your jaw and your cheeks hurt. Yes. Like that's how I was. I was like crying, laughing, jaw and cheeks hurt. Like I was dying. It was so funny. It was so fun. And so we kind of just like, basically kind of just stayed up late, like drinking and hanging out. And then slowly, like people kind of started trickling out and stuff. And then I know me and my friend Lisette were like the last ones up. And even then we were probably in bed right before one or so, but um it was nice because then like Friday we knew we were gonna just have um so yeah so that was Thursday then Friday we knew we were gonna kind of have like a lazy um like pool day and stuff so there was like no need to like get up by any certain time or anything so I kind of even when I woke up I like laid in bed for another like half hour I was just like it was just nice having nothing to really yeah so just kind of herkle durkle in bed and (laughs) scroll on Instagram and see everybody's because I felt like I was like realized that when I got home I was like I don't think I actually posted on Instagram all weekend I just like everybody was so reposted stuff I just had to repost so it was just like going through everyone's pictures and everything it's like so fun to always like kind of rehash the day before but um yeah so once we got up like Annie had gotten these dick waffles delivered from (laughs) a local baker um what was it? giggle sticks? Is that what they're giggle sticks? Yes. Yeah. So she is in um Arizona, Austin, and Nashville, I think yes. it was. And soon to be San Diego and Charleston. And Palm Springs. Yes. So if any bachelorette party. So they looked almost like they were like a mix of like because they kind of looked like a donut, but they were dense like a waffle. Like they, you could tell they were made with like a waffle batter. But they came like fresh, like to our house that morning with like a ton of like chocolate and syrup and toppings, so you could like decorate your own dick waffle. And <laughs> it was just fun and cute, and I mean, very bachelorette. We we decided we were going to do tasteful dicks at the bachelorette, so it wasn't yes. just dicks everywhere. It was just tasteful dick so we took that literally and went 
tasty dicks. Yeah. Or let's Annie took it literally. <laughs> yes. Because Annie had asked me, she's like, when she was like asking me about themes and stuff and months ago in the very beginning, she's like, do you want a lot of the peanut? And I was like, no, I mean, I was like, obviously if there's like one or two like funny, like penis things, sure. But like, I don't need like straws and a dick themed bachelorette. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, like you said, we had just little tasty dick waffles instead. Yes, we did. And so, um, yeah, after that, we kind of all just got in our bathing suits and had basically all afternoon in the pool. Um, that was the day we made. If you follow us on Instagram, we did a, a hot dog reel. Basically, I still laugh watching that. It's because like I said, I was like the first time I saw somebody do this, I think, was it Taylor or you who sent the video? Somebody had sent a video to our group chat and it was like a TikTok of these girls at a bachelorette party doing like the hot dog bachelorette challenge. Basically, you like throw a hot dog in the air and you do a slow-mo video watching somebody try to catch it with their mouth. And even watching strangers do it was actually really funny. <laughs> but then when it's like your friends and you know the people. And we was- had two angles going. And I felt like it was like, there was like the few of us who saw the TikTok who were like wanting to do it. And I felt like everybody else was like, this is dumb. Like, I don't want to, like, you could tell nobody was like excited about it. But yeah, like, okay, there's like Laura, three of us that get excited Laura wants about these to do things. this. So I guess we have to do it. But by <laughs> the time it was done, everybody was so into it. <laughs> and it was so freaking funny. And so if you haven't seen that, I posted it on my Instagram and I will try to remember for us to share this on our one page yes. on Instagram, but it was seriously so funny. None of us was catching it the whole time we did it. And then like, it turned into like a few of us being like determined. And then I finally caught the darn hot dog um, on my last try and about died when you have a hot dog going full speed into your mouth. (laughs) You made it though. I did. And it was just so freaking funny and so funny and or so fun. But um, yeah, so just spent the whole afternoon just having drinks and it was like night because it was like just over a hundred degrees all weekend. But I honestly never felt like I had a complaint about the weather except like the last day when we were walking from like one bar to the other, like right in the afternoon like that I remember it was really hot but any other time like I was because our pool was like perfect like our backyard was our pool was always at least having a sliver of shade so like if you wanted to be in the pool with a little bit of shade you could but it was like honestly the weather was perfect like obviously it was like warm but not miserable and our pool stayed cold which was nice because sometimes when you go to those deserty hot places like the pool gets hot yeah, especially and, when, because it wasn't like our pool was like huge. So no. sometimes the smaller pools can totally be like, they can get, because I've been to Palm Springs and gotten in a pool and been like, this is not refreshing at all. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to be in here. But um, yeah, no. So we had like just a fun pool day. Uh, we all kind of got out at different times. I had gone a little too hard. So I was like, not feeling the best. And I was like, if I want to make it this whole day I need to go take a nap so I was like I'm gonna go take like a 30 40 minute nap and then like we had so we had three bathrooms but only two showers so I knew I was like okay there's eight of us there's gonna have to be like four in one shower four in the other 
So as I'm like napping, one of the girls like snuck into my room to shower and I was like, okay, wake me up when you're done showering and then I'll get up and shower. And then she got out and I was like, never mind, send in the next girl after them, <laughs> I'll get up and shower. And then she finished and I was like, okay, since there's only one more that needs to go before me, send them in and I'm going to keep sleeping. So I ended up <laughs> taking a good like hour and a half, two hour nap. I don't even know, but it was much needed because once I got up and then took a nice, like cool shower, I felt like a new human who was ready, ready to, to tackle go. the night. Yes. So I think we were all ready. We had dinner reservations for what, like eight o'clock that night? Which, which we were also talking about, like, look at us going to dinner at eight o'clock. I know. At like night. most of us were like, like a couple people were like, oh, I, I don't mind going to dinner this late. And then others were like, we're usually done with dinner by 637. Oh yeah. Like Jordan and I are like 530 or six kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> so we had dinner um, in downtown Scottsdale Scottsdale at a place called Olive and Ivy. It was a super cute restaurant. And when we got there, it was like bachelor, it was bachelor, bachelorette party central everywhere. Like Scottsdale. It is like one of the bachelorette capitals of like the whole entire world. It is world. definitely a popular bachelorette destination because it was, they were everywhere. Like yes. even at the airport when we got there, it was like bachelorette parties everywhere. Like it was definitely. So when we first walked into the restaurant, there was like tons of them and then we had to wait, like, cause we got there kind of early and I think we waited like 20 minutes or so. And then we went and sat outside, which I wasn't sure how I was going to feel. Cause I was like, Oh, is it going to be like too hot out there? Ended up being like gorgeous and beautiful yes. outside. Like it was such a nice night out. Um, we like basically, clo- we were like one of the last parties at the restaurant. We were there. Oh, yeah. We were like, it had three, to be hours. like three hours. Yeah. yeah. And so, but we had an amazing waiter and we just had like such a I had like planned on sharing dinner with like a friend and then we got there and we're like no we're gonna get our own dinner and then like everybody started ordering apps and stuff and then after we started like kind of munching on that I was like okay no we have to share dinner and I had like the best scallops it was so good like the food was great did you like your dinner there mine okay so this was another uh plus it ended up being Scottsdale restaurant week while we were there. And we didn't know this when we were going. We didn't know this when we were planning. I literally didn't know until the night before. And I think it was Lisette that like looked this up and knew it. Yeah. So basically three of us got this deal. It was like a, a restaurant week deal. I think it was like $55 and you got an appetizer, an entree and dessert. And, and it came with a glass of wine, but for $15 more, you could update upgrade to a $15 bottle of wine. So three of us did this and we're thinking you get smaller portions of the things. Oh no. Yeah, We ordered more apps thinking that you guys were going to get like personal sized apps. So then we had like bacon wrap dates for days because we had like three <laughs> platters of them thinking they were going to be like, you were going to get like two. And they were like, no, each of you who got them, like got like six of them. Yes. And um, it was so much food for $55. And then all three of us did the ad, a bottle of wine for $15. So we had more wine than we knew what to do with. Like we, it was the end of dinner and we're like, we had already all gotten cocktails too. Yes. (laughs) While we were waiting. So, um, but no, that food and drinks, everything there, wait service, like five stars. Like I have zero complaints. That was a great spot. Good find. It was amazing. Yeah. It was a great dinner. Um, and then can we talk about that couple that were fighting there the entire time? Oh my gosh. So we see this couple that's like 
outside having dinner with us and the guy's back is to us and the girl is facing us and she is like finger pointing at him and flailing her arms and he's flailing his arms and you can just tell they're like full-blown arguing but like non-stop like the, the best was anytime there. the server would come to the table like the, oh, whole turn tone, it on. the whole tone and vibe would change yeah oh yes we would like a da 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 so we are over here, a whole ass bachelorette party, narrating their argument yes. all throughout dinner. And I was just like, could you imagine if you and Jeff went to dinner and had a big fight at dinner and we're arguing with each other back and forth at the table and there's a bachelorette party over there narrating <laughs> your argument? <laughs> I don't feel like they had a clue that, but it's like, it was like so busy. Like, why would you not think that people are like, knowing that you guys are arguing because it was very obvious <laughs> so that was so funny but that yeah so we basically closed that place down we were there for a while because we were also determined to not leave what wine behind yeah. so it's we like after taking, dinner, taking one for the team we're like you guys we still have half bottles of wine we need to get through but um so we're like walking around we're like okay where are we gonna go like it was kind of one of those things like everyone was like do you want to go back to the house out I was like well no let's like try to go to one like let's try to find one bar to go to have a drink and then we can go back to the house but it's yes. like we're like talking to the wait we had like looked on Yelp and we were like because you guys had had some ideas and then we're like well let's ask the waiter like you could tell these these servers are like very fluent in bachelorette like that's yes. what they work with like all the time <laughs> so he gave us like some recs and stuff and I was like well, why don't we, like, we're literally in the heart of everything. Like, let's just leave and we'll just start walking down and let's see what we can find. And like my cousin had gone to a bachelorette party in Scottsdale, probably in the last like four or five months. And she kept going on. She's like, we got to go to Dirk Bentley. We got to go to Dirk Bentley. And I was like, Brenda, I don't even like country like anymore. (laughs) Like I'm not a big country fan. Like that doesn't sound like that great of a time to me. And I was like, let's just see. I was, and then I like saw a tiki bar head. I was like, no, I want to go to this tiki bar. And like, as we're like walking closer, we're like, never mind. I see chairs all up on the bar. That place is closed. <laughs> so, and she's like going on and on about, I was like, she was, was upset. Like, if it gets Brenda to shut up, I was like, I'm down. Let's just go to Dirk Bentley, Whiskey Row. Like, <laughs> we'll go. And like, if there, I'm sure there'll be other bars around. So, right. in like Scottsdale, they have um, like golf carts everywhere. So you can like, get in a golf cart and pay and they'll take you to wherever, like in the downtown area. So we like, um, all nine, 10 of us got in two got two like big old golf carts said, okay, we want to go to Dirk's Bentley whiskey row. And we like get there and it's like in this whole, like, cause it was like across the main street. Like, so it wasn't like right where we were at. It was like maybe like four or five minutes to get over there. And as soon as like the golf cart like pulls over and is like, you're here. I immediately am like, no, like, this is not my vibe. This is not what I want to do. Like it was just, a. it seemed like a bunch of 20 year olds and the music was blaring at like out of every establishment nightclub night. Like there was no bars. Like it all felt like it was just like nightclub central. And it reminded me kind of, of like mini Nashville, like on a much smaller scale of where it's just bars on both sides of the roads and people in the roads. But they weren't bars. Like they were literally nightclubs. Nightclubs, And I was just like, I am not a nightclub girly anymore. Like this is not like too old for this. Like I don't do nightclubs anymore. Like that's I had instant anxiety. 
<laughs> and so I'm just like, we're like walking towards it. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to do this. Like what should we, and like, I think like some of us are kind of like, so what should we do? We are, we like just paid to like drive over here. Like let's, should we walk around and try to find, and like during all of this, Brenda has like taken off, like, well, not to mention, we see there's a huge line to get in. And I was like, not only do I not want to go into a night. So mind you, there's no live music. There's no, she, we come to find out she went during the day. So there was like a live country <laughs> band during the day, but come night, it is like full blown nightclub. So, and we see like a huge line. So I'm like, not only do I not want to go to a nightclub, I definitely don't want to go wait 45 minutes to get into one. No. During all of this, Brenda has gone missing. She comes back and she's like, okay, I just became friends with the bouncer. <laughs> and if you guys can if one of you guys can leave a five-star review on yelp he that the bouncer is going to let us in and was it you or taylor yeah it was me yeah i'm like it's so 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 like just as many so's as you need for words in a review good (laughs) and then stephanie like and then we were just like i was like let's just go in we can have one drink we'll whatever like at this point i'm like i don't know what we else we should do let's just go in there so bouncer lets us ride in we got to go right past the line that worked out because i was like i'm not waiting so i was like somebody's got to leave a review and i honestly thought because at this point she had had a lot of beverages so yes. I was like, did he actually say that? Like, is this really like what the situation is? Brenda just hearing Or are we going to write a Yelp review right now? And he's going to be like, uh, no, like, what are you guys <laughs> talking about? So we like get in immediately and, um, and we get a couple of buckets of beers. And honestly, there was like a perfect little area right when we walked it. Cause that was the other thing too. I was like, we're going to get into this busy club and, there's not like, we're all going to have to split up. Cause you're going to like be squeezing in, trying to dance somewhere. And, and honestly, everything ended up working out. It was like perfectly. And I was very happy because also like one of the reasons I'm not like a nightclub girly anymore is like, I'm like, I don't know any of the current music. Like, I don't like know anything like, and this guy was like, I am here to cater to the millennials. Like, yes. What do you guys want to hear? Oh, you want to hear everything from 2003 I'm here for you and it it was like the DJ played like all music from like high school and college and I was like so happy um so it honestly ended up being a really good time I um had no regrets like Dirk Bentley Whiskey Row ended up being a good time I couldn't stop talking about it the next day because <laughs> I had so much anxiety when we got off that golf cart. I'm like, this is not what I pictured it to be like. This is not what I pictured. I don't do well in these situations with this many people and like yeah. the whole nightclub thing. And I'm just like, oh my God, I was like sick to my stomach. Like, I don't want to be here, but I'm also like here for Laura's bachelorette. So, and then I swear to God, everybody needs a Brenda in their life because she <laughs> literally took the anxiety away from everybody took control, took charge, made it happen, got us in, found us a good little spot. And we, every single one of us had a freaking blast. So if it was not for Brenda, I'm like, that would not have turned out the way it did. Like, yeah. I mean, we ended up day. staying there till one thirty, one forty. Yep. I mean, it was like right before closing probably. And um, yeah, it was like, I mean, I would say it was probably 80 percent like people in their 20s like definitely and then like 
you had like some random older people like us and then the three percent of just creepy guys there by themselves like being well, creeps i could in the not club. believe the amount of guys that were there by themselves with nobody just like creeping on girls i'm like oh like but disgusting. i remember that being younger i'm like i remember that when i was in my 20s like when we would go to bars or like clubs and like there's always those like guys just like lurking around and i'm just like can you imagine and there was like oh tonight i'm gonna go to the club by myself alone all night like, there was a guy near us the entire time who was so creepy and by himself, but he never talked to us, which was nice. Like he never tried to like come up and like talk to anybody. But every time you turned around, he was like staring with like the biggest, scariest smile on his face. Like, yeah, like, I know exactly which guy you're talking down. about. Because like, I was gonna, about to say, are you talking about the smiley creepy guy or the yes, most creepy guy? Yes, <laughs> so weird. I'm like, why yeah. is he smiling so much? Oh my God. But yeah. Um, but do you remember, like, I remember the first, because I forgot about nightclubs and how they work. So we're in there for a while and all of a sudden like whistles are being blown and stuff. (laughs) And these bouncers are walking through with girls on their shoulders, holding signs that say bachelor boy, Ricky, (laughs) like going to a bachelor party. And I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot what it was like to be in a club. This is so insane. It was um, not my top choice, but ended up being so much fun. And we had our little, like if you followed us on Instagram, you saw Jeff at the bachelor party all week or at the bachelorette party all weekend. Cause we had like six Jeff heads on a stick that we <laughs> proceeded to take everywhere with us all weekend. Yes, we did. And first of all, it was funny how many guys that looked like Jeff that wanted to take a picture <laughs> with it. And then there was just like people wanting to take pictures with him in general. And, um, the gay guys loved Jeff. I told oh, Jeff yes, that when did. we got back, I was like, Jeff, like so many gay guys loved you. <laughs> Was um, he flattered? He was. I'm. Yes, he was. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Like I said, we would have never put nightclub on the itinerary, but it was a blast, and no regrets. No regrets. I'll also talk about talk about our reasonable footwear that we all were wearing because if I went to a nightclub in my 20s, I was just sucking it up with heels because that's what you do. And every single one of us had just like cute sandals on, yes. orthopedic footwear. It's like. That is, that's the way that footwear rolls. Like I almost like wanted to wear tennis shoes. So (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Annie did. like, Annie looked so cute. Yeah. Annie had her cute Nikes on. If I had worn like another dress, but I was like, I went way out of my comfort zone, even wearing that dress I wore that That night. It was like so cute on you. It was, um, I was really happy with it. I was definitely like I had bought that dress a couple months ago and it sat in the closet and I was like, I'm going to bring it and we'll see if I decide to wear it. But I had brought like two backup dresses too. And, um, I ended up like feeling really confident in it all night and like being happy that I wore it. So it was, um, yeah, it was super cute. Friday night was like our big night out and that was definitely a fun, fun night. So we literally came home and some of us went to bed and some of us had like the drunk hunger, you know, that you got, And so Brea is ready to like order food. And I'm like, it's too late. Like, let's just rate, like there's people's hibachi in there. Let's just raid the fridge. I remember I got out of the shower and you guys were like, what kind of pizza do you want? I was like, I'm going to bed. I was like, (laughs) pizza's not going to be here for another 45. Well, first of all, I didn't know what pizza you guys were finding at two in the morning, but I was like, I have no idea. I was like, I'm like, 
everyone's gonna fall asleep waiting for pizza to arrive like I guarantee it and then you guys are like yeah you're right I talked her out of it and then I and she did not want hibachi though so I was she found somebody brought I think it was Nicole brought two packages of top ramen like randomly and so Bray is like I'm making or she was like can you make me top ramen so a couple of us like started boiling water and like making her top ramen and she comes and she like grabs it and she brings it like to her room to eat and there's a picture on that POV app of her passed out with the with bowl a of big ramen old bowl of ramen on the counter. Yeah, I I was laughing so hard. Yeah, I had to, I was like dying to shower when we got home because I felt so gross, and I just like got out and I was like I'm kind of hungry, but I'm just gonna go to bed. And I like got to bed and then I hear all you guys and I just at one point I was like shut. <laughs> and then like everybody kind of got quiet and went to bed I was so tired but oh uh, yeah it was such a freaking fun night and then so because fun. we had to be up kind of early because we, we had to leave the house at I think we left at like 9 30 10 I don't remember because on Saturday we headed into downtown Phoenix for drag brunch bacon and legs oh my god and we know I'm blast. here I am always here for a good drag brunch like it's seriously so fun I just I love drag brunch it's one of my favorite ways to brunch which by the way I still think we need to figure out a WAM meetup where we do a drag brunch yeah like I think because even if it was just like we reserve 10 seats and it's just like first 10 to reserve like let's do it but I think it would be a blast. I know we'll do, we'll do that next year. I just can't think, I don't know. Maybe I'll have time to plan something if I don't have a job, but (laughs) (laughs) no, we'll wait till at least after the wedding. Yes. I'm not planning it right now, (laughs) but, um, it was so much fun. It was at a place called copper blues, which is funny because we actually do have one of those here. Um, and I think they do do drag brunch there. We'll have to look, but, um, it was not that crowded. Like it was like a handful of parties, but it was kind of nice because surprisingly we were the only like in a world where we were always with dozens of bachelorette parties all weekend. This was the only place we were the only bachelorette party at. And it was just nice that it wasn't super crowded because I felt like we just like the drag queens interacted were like more and- around us like more and we got to like have them like right there around us like the whole time but it was super fun I am dying because I was like on my way there like in the uber I was like okay like I know I want to go to um the pool afterwards like so I'm not I'm not gonna do bottomless champagne I'll have one or two drinks but I'm not going to get bottomless champagne because I don't want to get too buzzed. I just want to like be able to like enjoy the rest of the day. What do I proceed to do when I get to brunch? Oh no, I'm not going to get bottomless mimosas. Instead, I am going to get a gallon sized Moscow mule (laughs) that I don't know what I was thinking. However, it was delicious. And I mean, $75. Because I freaking love, I mean, I was pretty much sold on the fact that it came in a giant copper mug and I loved the name of it. The drink was called like, um, LGBTQ. Correct. Which stood for let's, let's get get blackout drunk queen or something like that. And I just, that made me laugh. And so I like asked my friend, I'm like, will you share this with me? And she's like, yes, mind you, her and I are the two that have had weight loss surgery in the last (laughs) 
year and just think we can share this like massive cocktail (laughs) that um thankfully our waitress like gave us um to-go cups and we were all able to like pour some on our way how did I not even remember that part no no you must not have taken one then I was going pretty ham on the on the mimosas because they were more expensive than most of the all you can drink champagne brunches I've been to. So it was forty dollars. So I was like trying to calculate how many mimosas I need it drink <laughs> to add up to forty dollars. And let me just tell you, it's a lot. But also, so they were not serving mimosas and flutes. They were serving them in these big old wine glasses. Yes, and she would just come with, even though only like half did even ha- like maybe half of us got mimosas but she would just come with like trays at a time and just give them to anybody like yeah. it was like it did it was not like even easier matter. for her to just like leave a bunch there. yes and so like basically if you wanted one it was like take one but um so I ended up drinking more than I had planned at brunch <laughs> and we ended up staying there. so I would say the drag brunch probably ended I want to say around 1 30 but we probably stayed there until around three because we were just like having such having a good so time. much fun music was good we were taking pictures just like finishing our drinks and stuff it was talking to people it was just fun and then um we were like do we want to go home should we go to one more bar we decided to go to one more bar we looked there was like two blocks up in downtown there was a bar called shit the rose something the rose garden right the rose garden yes thank you um, which when I was looking for it on Instagram to tag them last night, when I was posting something, they just opened, like this place has been open for less than a year Oh, and it's beautiful. It was such, it made me think of like a bar in Vegas. Like it was just a really pretty bar, like decorated, like so like pretty. And we ordered cocktails and some apps and we went ham on some flatbread <laughs> Yes, we did. We, we were all in desperate need of some food. So we ordered like a bunch of flatbreads and the cocktails were good. What kind of cocktail did you, oh, you got like some spicy margarita. Anytime it says spicy, I'm getting it. Yeah. You're always a spicy cocktail girl and yours was really good. I got this. I wanted whatever. I was like, well, what drink comes in that giant peacock? Cause that's what I want. <laughs> it was she, beautiful. Like, she was like, it's kind of like a tiki drink. I was like sold. Like I want that. So we hung out there for a little bit and I loved that place. So good. And then we're like, okay, time to get an Uber. We're all, we've all been drinking far. I literally took a nap in the Uber ride home. Oh yeah. Our, we, our Uber ride was very quiet on the way back to the house. Yes. Um, so we got back to the house, went in the pool for a couple more hours. And the plan that night was just like, everybody, we, what do you want to eat? Post made it order it like so we just got a bunch of like we got Chinese food we got in and out and I um, ordered sushi oh yeah sushi got ordered and it was basically just everybody put on your cute pjs and yeah we just reminisced about the whole weekend and we put on the barbie movie and everyone was pretty like beat I would say by that night like I think there were big plans for the evening of like playing games and stuff but I think everybody was just like so tired so tired because I want to say everybody was in bed by 11 yes I think I was definitely the first yeah we were you were like and I (laughs) I basically guilted you into staying up you tried to go to bed like at least an hour hour and a half early when the movie was starting I'm like I can't I'm gonna end up snoring on the couch no I was like no you're staying up I was like you're not allowed to go to bed yet I was like I'm not allowing it 
But um, yeah, once we put the Barbie movie on, I don't even know if we made it halfway through and all of us were like, okay, time to go to bed. So, and I was like, honestly, like I kind of, I went and got in bed and I kind of got like a second win. And I just ended up, I called Jeff, which can we talk about Jeff and Jordan? Like Jeff calling Jordan and they had like a little date day again. It was so cute. And I didn't even know Jordan didn't even say anything to me. So you were like, did you know our guys are together? I'm like, no, I know I had that. So it was like right after we... I think after we'd gotten out of the pool and we were like getting ready to like yes. shower and change into our PJs and stuff, I happened to just call Jeff just to like check in and say hi. I was like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, oh, Jordan and I are on our way to the angel game. I was like, I was like, wait, what? And he was like, yeah, he's like, I was just, I called Jordan to see if he wanted to go to the driving range and, um, or, and, or go to the angel game. And Jordan responded, yes, and yes. And he already started looking up tickets. Like Jordan was like, already <laughs> like, it on it he was like yep I'll be over at three or whatever and so they went to the driving range and then they went to the angel game and I was like I just love that they like hang out when we're not around it was so cute Jordan was like oh yeah and then we came back afterwards and I hung out for a bit yeah we were just putting YouTube videos of animals on for Penny and watching her (laughs) and then it was so funny Jordan said that um Jeff was talking to you on the phone and that you told Jeff oh we just got back from brunch and Jeff was like it's five (laughs) o'clock it's that is true yeah because I was he was like oh what are you guys doing I was like oh we just got home from brunch and he was like it's dinner time (laughs) like it's five (laughs) what do you mean oh my god it was um yeah so that was kind of Saturday it was it was just like so much in like three days so then Sunday I mean everybody left at different times Brea with the earliest I think she had to get her Uber at what like 4:30 yes which was insane I know some other people had 8:30 flights 10 flights and then me you and Taylor didn't have a flight until like I think our flight was at what one o'clock or something yeah and um so yeah we just kind of got up slowly got ready made sure the house was in order and um we just went over to brunch at this place called the Montauk and um, just kind of had our last brunch and reminisced about the weekend being the last three girls standing. And yeah. Um, also d- swung through Dutch brothers um, afterwards. We yes. wanted a coffee and we, we were don't have longest. any Dutch brothers here in Orange County. So I was really wanting one of their pumpkin drinks. So we went and got coffee and Literally the longest line ever. It was not the longest line lever ever. It was the slowest line ever. You're right. The slowest my, line ever. And mind you, it was, so at this time, it's like 1030 and we're like, okay, let's get coffee real quick. Problem is, is we had to be checked out of the Airbnb at 11. And I didn't know if like the key pad on the door, like changed the code changes like right at 11 so you're so we're like literally trapped in the line and stephanie's about to have a taylor's like do you want me to order you an uber so you can just uber back to the house (laughs) i'm having a panic attack i'm like oh my god our stuff's in there we're gonna get locked out we literally got to the house like just after 10 50 and just in time to get in get our bags out do one final walk through the house make sure nobody left anything and we were literally out of the house with like a minute or two to spare. I looked at my phone when we walked out the door and it was 10 59. I'm like, yeah. we made it. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, immediately we just went, um, flew back or headed to the airport and 
My bag was way over the limit. (laughs) (laughs) Our airport stories, man. Yeah, it was, which I was way under for on the way there. And I was like, how am I over? And I was just like, really, like people had given me gifts and I had like just all of the bachelorette swag and additional stuff. And apparently that was enough to put me like almost 10 pounds over, (laughs) which that reminds me, I need to text Taylor before she goes back to Texas. I need to get... I accidentally, I was shoving stuff into her bags and of oh, course. Oh, she was supposed to stop by tonight, huh? Yeah. And I don't, and she, I had texted her last night saying, Hey, I'm going to be at Disneyland. She's like, don't worry. I'll just leave it on your porch. But then I never heard from her. So I'll have to one, look at my porch to text her if not and see yes. how I can get that stuff from her before she leaves. <laughs> Cause she has like some of my shoes that I wear like all the time. But, um, the funniest story though is so all all three of us have TSA pre-check so we like go through and I had um so Brea had gifted me like an Instax Polaroid camera and she had told me like do not let it go through the x-ray machine bring like bring it in your hand ask them to hand check it so that they can go through it themselves and like not um and so it doesn't go to the x-ray and ruin your film so I like go through I had like requested that they like sent me through And as the guy is like checking that bag, my personal carry on ends up getting flagged as well. And so he's like going through all of that. And he's like, so I'm like off to the side and you and Taylor are standing right there. And then all of us. So my cousin had made us like the beaded, like think like the Taylor Swift, like friendship. She had like made us all a matching bracelet for the weekend that all of us had been wearing. And we literally see one of them sitting on like the little (laughs) shelf in the like security area. And we're like, no, that's one of our, he would not give it to us. We're like, it's one of, and we're like showing him ours. And we're like, no, that's one of our bracelets. And apparently it had like gotten flagged with Annie and they like took it from her. Cause we and like Taylor t- took a video and sent it in the group chat and was like, who left their bracelet at TSA? Yeah. And so it was apparently Annie's and she did not get it back. And which is like hilarious, but that was kind of funny. And flight was a little delayed, but not too bad. And we just talked and reminisced some more on the whole plane ride home. And our which... flight home was actually minus the crazy turbulence in the beginning. And I thought I was going to die. I was very um, Cause it started uh, like on the runway. It started like our, we're like flying like down the, the tail runway. Of the plane the is fishtail. It's just, so, yes. I was like, why are we like, I was like, is our pilot drunk? Like I've never had it where our plane was like <laughs> flying left and right as we're like going down the runway. Yeah. And then I was going to be first sick. five, 10 minutes were like so turbulent. And I was like, I cannot do this for an hour. I will like freak out. And then thankfully within 10 minutes, it was like smooth sailing after that. And it ended up being such a fun flight. Just like chit chatting. We it all was. had aisle seats and we were just chit chatting with each other. It was so nice. Yeah, it was, it was great. Honestly, like I said in the beginning, perfect weekend. I could not, I couldn't. It really was such a fun weekend. And I mean, for like mixing, because that's something that like gives me anxiety sometimes in life too, is like if I'm planning an event and there's people that don't know each other, because my I don't have a lot of friends like in the same circle. They're like all, you know, and then my family And it like gives me anxiety, like worrying about if other people are going to have fun, if they're going to get along, blah, blah, blah. And so I don't know if you had any of that anxiety going into it, but like 
I know that can be nerve wracking and everyone got along so well. There was zero drama, zero drama, just all the fun, all the memories. Like yes. it was perfect. Cause it definitely, yeah. It's not like we're just like a big group of friends that have known each other forever. Like I definitely had people from like one, like friend from high school. And then like, obviously like you, Taylor and Brian knew each other, but then I had like a couple of like cousins and like, it was just, and then like, yeah, there was definitely just like different friends. Like I had a good three or four people that didn't know really. I mean, some had met like at parties and stuff, but like ultimately like didn't know each other that well. And so you just hope that like people like mesh well and stuff. And I feel like everybody just had like such a good time. It was amazing. At least they told me they did. And that's all I care about. No, I truly feel like everybody was just like, I think not only were like your expectations, like met and more I think everybody else's was too like oh my gosh we've all been involved in the planning and everything but holy shit this turned out like better than any of us could have even like yeah expected it to like it was awesome yeah it was it was the best and it was funny like I kept finding myself the whole weekend like because this isn't my first rodeo and I've been married before and so (laughs) last time I had a bachelorette party was 15 years ago and it's just funny how different like my bachelorette party was in my early twenties versus now. Cause it's like just the way that like people like, cause first time I got married, I was like the oldest of my friends. So like some friends were still in college, like some didn't have jobs yet. So it's like, you're just, you're a lot more just like aware of that. And there's just, it was just a very different experience. And um, like, not that that I had like a blast my first bachelorette party too, but it's just like funny how different it is. Yeah, it's different when like your friends have, you know, jobs and money and <laughs> versus in your 20s when nobody has money, you know, and exactly the maturity that comes with the group in your 30s versus the maturity of, you know, 20s. It's just, yeah, it's I can completely agree with that. But so, so okay, fun. I have a question. Sure. If you had to pick your number one favorite part, which I know is hard to do of the whole weekend, if you could do like one part of it over again, what would that have been? Um, drag brunch. That was so much fun. Drag brunch was a blast. It was like, like I said, every day had like the moments that were like so much freaking fun. Like, cause even the nightclub, like so much fun, but like, honestly, drag brunch was like from good music, fun Queens that were dancing and we had food and drinks and just good laughs. And it was just, I would say drag brunch for sure. What about you? I would probably say drag brunch too. That was so much fun from like the second we got there. I feel like we got, I feel like we always get the best table in the house of drag brunch when we go. That's true. You and I do get lucky when we go to drag brunch. We're like front and center, like every single time. And it was just so much fun because it wasn't very crowded. We were up dancing and like, it was just a blast. And I mean, even like, even Brenda, who's a little bit older than us, has never been to a drag brunch was like, kind of skeptical about it kind of how we were with like the nightclub she was kind of like I don't know if I'm gonna like this it ended and she was like this was like the most fun thing I've yeah, ever she done had never like, done drag brunch before and she was like having the time because <laughs> it is it is raunchy it is wild you can let loose it is yeah. you can drink unlimited mimosa it is a fun thing to do I would completely 100% agree that was definitely the highlight for me too um and the funny part was also though um so this is like a restaurant pretty much it's like um 
a bar restaurant. I don't know how to describe it, but it was like, I'm sure there's people like when you go on Yelp and you search brunch, like this place pops up. And I can't tell you that there, there was a couple of families that would like come in, sit down to have brunch, realize it was a drag brunch. And within two minutes was like, the two leaving. guys that were sitting at the table in front of us that sat down, ordered their drinks, and then the show started and they immediately got their check. Yeah. <laughs> and left. I was like, oh, the yacht. I can imagine being two guys that that would be like, especially when you're not expecting to go to something like that, that that's a yes. little bit of a shock. But um, the people watching was great too. Yeah, it was so fun. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, all of my friends and family who went. It was truly the best weekend filled with so many good memories and tons of photos and videos to reminisce about it forever. So I'm very thankful for all y'all. All right. You ready for some bed, wed, dead? Let's do it. Okay. This one just like came to me today. We're going to do early 2000s train wreck edition. And we are going, you have to remember when I say these, we're not doing like today, these people and judging them on who they are today. We're judging them on who they were in the early 2000s. So Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, and Britney Spears. Who do you got? This one was like kind of easy for me. Um, However, I will say I don't really have any like really good valid reasons. (laughs) All right, let's hear it. Um, So I'm going to bed with Paris. I'm wedding Brit and I'm ditching Lohan. Same. So what's like your, like what, I have the exact same, but like what's kind of like, if you had to like explain yourself just quickly. Like, I mean, like if- I've been like all about Brit for ever. So that was like easy. So then I was like thinking of like Paris versus Lindsay. And I was just like, Paris always like, I always got good laughs from Paris. I loved like her obsession with her little chihuahuas and all the juicy, like, I don't know. I just like loved Paris. I loved um simple life. Like I loved that show. Like there was, I don't know. It was just, Paris seemed like a fave over Lindsay. Um, so that was kind of, I like I said, I didn't have any solid reasons besides that I just have always been obsessed with Britney. So that was like the one I the knew I was going to wed. But I didn't know how to like really say anything about Paris or Lindsay besides, I mean, they were, I was like, this was during the time where I was like upset. I started like getting like a subscription to Us Weekly. And then yes. later on, I Perez was like, Hilton, TMZ. Hilton. like, I was just all about like the tabloids for like during this time. So oh, I was the same way. Yeah. So for me, I did the exact same thing. So bed Paris Hilton. And my reasoning was just like, I love that. Like she always had a bestie and, but also her voice, like her like baby voice that she used to do would have yeah. driven me like nuts to be married to her. But like every once in a while would have been fine. Yeah. And like, she was obviously kind of a mean girl back then too at times. So that's why I couldn't like marry her. Britney was who I was wedding for the same reasons that you did. I was obsessed with Britney Spears. I wanted to be her. I would do maybe before the early 2000s, but I would literally like do dances like in front of my mirror at yeah. home and I, I was Britney Spears in my bedroom and I just wanted to drink Frappuccinos and drive around in a convertible with her all day long. <laughs> so, like truly that Frappuccinos like... McDonald's and a convertible <laughs> and then Lindsay Lohan she was too much of a train wreck I feel like if if we were together I would have had a bad reputation because 
she was like just so terrible. Like she was like always wasted, passed out in the passenger seat of a car, doing cocaine, holding a knife up to somebody's neck to be sexy. I'm just like, I feel like God, I and she was also that. a mean girl too. So I'm literally like, she like, starred in mean girls. Yeah. And I feel like she that would be a toxic relationship. So I I have to kill her off. Can we talk about how amazing Paris and Lindsay's one hit wonders are though? OMG, both of them. Stars are blind and rumors are like bops. They are bops. I might use rumors from one of my song of the days coming up. I forgot about that song. I saw, I've seen like somehow rumors has like come up like two or three times in the last like week or two. And so it's like been fresh in my mind and I'm like, so good. All over it. Yeah. So good. Well, that let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, before we get into our flavor of the week, um, I feel like I just want to share that you tried one of my flavor of the weeks at the bachelorette party this weekend. I did. And I actually bought my own and it came, I bought it in the mail and it came and it like not exploded, but like could tell it was open a little bit and there's glitter just like everywhere. So I used it the bachelorette weekend, Laura's ColourPop Soul Dry Body Oil Shimmer and was obsessed with it. it and is- literally bought my own. I forgot it was, I forgot for some reason I was thinking this was like a Sephora thing or something and it was like more expensive and I went to go buy it and it was like, okay, Target, $10. My God, this stuff is like so good. Yours was only $10? Yes. Wait, and you got it from Target? Yes. I know Target's less color pop, but I felt like I spent like 17 or 18. Maybe I didn't. I don't remember. I don't know if maybe mine's smaller than yours or something too, but like I was like $10. How can I not buy this? Honestly, if it's smaller, that's not a problem because I feel like this, I'll have to throw this away before I ever use it all. Oh yeah. It's because not only that is one thing we learned this weekend is you like only have to pump on one little section of your body and there will be so much shimmer on your hands that like you can rub it on your arms, your other leg, your chest. And then I can come to you and be like, where do you want shimmer? And I can rub my hands the on your body. The shimmer never ends. And then it finally goes away off of your hand. But it's like you can <laughs> shimmer numerous things before. Yes. Like with very little pumps. <laughs> it's so much shimmer. But it, it like gave such a beautiful shimmery glow. Without, it's not like chunky glitter. It's like very shimmery, but it's like, small light shimmer if that makes yes sense. but how oh many God. times can we say shimmer so much shimmer <laughs> um all right so what's your flavor of the week this week though so my flavor of the week um I'm not gonna have like the best description of it because I don't know what like most of the stuff is in it but basically so I started I have like really big pores especially on my nose and I also like wearing makeup. So I'm like, but I hate how like makeup looks sometimes with your pores. Like you just like see your pores. Yeah. So I started like looking into things like how to, how to shrink your pores and like whatever, whatever. And like, it's, you're kind of like a genetic hereditary, I don't know thing. Not but much I, you can do about it. Not much you can do about it, but there are like certain skincare products that like claim to help with it. Yes. And so one of the ones I found was an Amazon find. It's literally like $10 and I'm probably going to butcher the name, but it's um, Cost de Baja is the brand name and it's Nia, Niacinamide. Do you think, do you yeah. think I said that right? Sure. Niacinamide 10 Serum. 
and it says use it twice a day. So I really try to, I use it every single night. I do like one or two drops and then like put it on my face and I try to do it in the morning. Um, and I swear to you, I've used it for about two months now and it has reduced the size of my pores. Like I noticeably, especially my nose, cause that's where I see it the most, uh-huh. like noticeably can see that like my pores have shrunk. Okay. And so I'm like, I, just I don't know what it, to give it to you with this. I just saw that it was in your hand. Can you show me like what kind of bottle this is? Yes. It's oh, so it's like a dropper. Like, little dropper bottle and a little bit goes a long ass way. They say it only to use like one or two drops. And for $10, I was like, well, I might as well try this for $10. Like, what do I have to lose for $10? Yeah. And it is a great product. I feel like I have big pores on my nose too. So I kind of want to try it. Especially I was even telling Taylor about this this weekend. Like we were talking about skin skincare and like both wanting to get better at stuff. And I was like, oh, well, the first thing that I started was my, you know, working on my pores and I found this product. So I was like hyping it already this weekend. I love it. And it's $10. I don't think like you can go wrong to try a product to see if it really works, especially with the reviews it has on Amazon for $10. Um, yeah. I, this is the one skincare product that I use every single day right now. So I know we're the worst. How many times really in the last am. two and a half years we've done this podcast? Did we like say we say were going to be skincare girlies? I know. Ugh, and how much really. product have we bought? And we use and it for like used. a month and we love it. And then we like stop. I, I hate it. I need to get better. I know. What is your flavor of the week? So mine is something new that I discovered at the bachelorette party and bought it at the bachelorette party. And it was at home <laughs> waiting for me when I got home. But um, it is the Conair Complete Steam Handheld Travel Garment Steamer. So I had brought my dress for us to go out in Friday night. It was like a white dress. And it's like a material that like, I kept trying to refer to it as like a tablecloth at like a wedding. Like just that like, I don't know. It was just the way it was folded when it shipped to me, those lines were like perfectly on. And I never tried to do anything at home. Cause I was like, I'm just going to be like folding this up in my suitcase. It's going to be wrinkled again. So I'm either going to a throw it in the driver dryer and hope for the best. Or I guess I can attempt to iron it literally. Like as soon as we got there, my cousin's like, I brought a steamer. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to try to use it. <laughs> um, I've had a steamer for like 15 years and I've never felt like it worked that good. So I just assume like, unless you had this like big fancy steamer, like this was the best it got. No, this is a steamer that was under $20 on Amazon by Conair. And I had my dress looking crisp and like perfect in less than two minutes. And I was like, oh my God, as a girl who does not iron, who likes to just throw things in the dryer, this is amazing. I can take this on trips. Like I was like, I'm packing this for Hawaii for the honeymoon. I was like, I am obsessed. I instantly went on Amazon and bought it. And I mean, I've only, and then even the next day when my cousin Grace had her, she had like pulled a shirt out. I was like, oh, let me steam that for you. I was like obsessed <laughs> with steaming things. Cause it was like so satisfying how like clean and crisp you could make a shirt and I was like Jeff yes. like your shirt because Jeff just dries so many of his shirts like even his button-ups so I'm like now we have this steamer so you can make it look like nice and pretty and I'm just like so excited that I bought it so, sure. so I'm like this thing is incredible for 20 bucks because if you're like me and you're not gonna iron things you need one of these Laura freaking Stewart Laura freaking Stewart <laughs> um I'd love to hear a quote if you have one before we close out 
All right. So this is kind of on the vibe of like friendships and surrounding yourself with good people. We talked about how like, well, all of Laura's people in her circle, like mesh together. Um, And this is from the Instagram page, Delicate Hibiscus. Surround yourself with emotionally mature people, people who communicate when they're upset, people who tell you what they need instead of expecting you to mind read, people who aren't ashamed to let you know how much you mean to them, people who handle your sensitivity with care, people who put deliberate efforts towards making you feel seen, heard, and considered by them. May you welcome more peace and tolerate less chaos from your closest relationships. May you release the notion that you're asking too much asking for too much and accept that you deserve to experience emotional safety. May the relationships you prioritize and nourish in your next season of life be marked by mindful interactions, gentle communication, and respectful love. Awesome. I love it. Love it. All right. Thanks you guys for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, please go rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. And we'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.